GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I am joined by my Oose, Hovercraft Joe. I think it's Usa. It's Uso, but it's Oose. Oh. I mean, I guess that's one of the more nicer uh, intros you've had for me in a while, so yeah. I'll take it. More nicer? Ugh. Okay, calm down. Hey, look, look! Don't forget, I just appropriated some other other culture to do this. So there's a there's a hint of, you know, we haven't, racism we haven't inter- to it too. We haven't introduced you yet, guests. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> we already gone, of course. Um, we're talking about. Do I have to refer to it as Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, make yes, sure you say no Fast time. and Furious presents colon Hobbs and Shaw. Well, Are you going to introduce the guests at any point here? Okay, hold on. <laughs> it, it's literally been like a minute and a half. Um, that's what LPJ we're talking about. presents colon all the time. <laughs> and we, we I've have, seen you we, present, prevent your, present your colon. It's awful. So that that's what we're talking about. We're here with two fan favorites question mark um we got the making his eight thousandth appearance the tush what's up and uh I like, I like to think of myself and the other guest as like this episode we're like kevin hart and ryan reynolds to this episode to your hobbs and shaw i call ryan reynolds <laughs> yeah, Ooh, dips on jason statham you, you can be the rock now, sir. You, I mean, you you do have tattoos. I do, but I'm not exactly in the kind of shape you are. <laughs> He's uh, more like the rock's uh, older brother in this. I do. I look more like Cliff Curtis. Cliff, Cliff Curtis. Um, oh, and Jody. Jody is here, uh, making a return appearance, um, uh, doing a movie that's not about sharks. Surprisingly, usually we only bring you. On. You know what? But considering I'm, Jason Statham and uh, Cliff Curtis well, in this, it is shark adjacent. Well, I was going to say, because I just found out today that you can watch uh, The Meg 2 on Max. It just yep. premiered on there today. So I started watching some for the podcast. So I have done the first three Fast and Furious with you as well. That's true. You are our go-to Fast and Furious. Uh, okay, so let's get into it. This movie was released on August 2nd, 2019. Um, I remember seeing this in the theaters, uh, definitely with Jody. Maybe with maybe with yeah. LPJ and yeah, I think we all three went and saw it. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah. There's yeah, four of us here. Yeah, so there's probably no <laughs> need for all of us to say our. Well, and I, I remember being psyched to see it because I love The Rock. I love Jason Statham. Um, yeah, and and, and I remember seeing it. And, uh, I might have even seen it twice in the theater. That's how much I liked it. Or maybe it was once, but um, I definitely own it. Um. I, I own a physical copy, which I didn't watch because my Blu-ray player is still not hooked up. I own a digital copy, which I didn't watch. I watched it on Peacock, but I believe it was also available on Tubi. Um, anybody have anything else as far as like, I mean, we all saw it at the same time. So I don't know if anyone has anything else they wanted to add as far as like 
just feelings say, about this movie. The like, so I decided I wanted to own it. So to buy a digital copy would have been fifteen dollars from Amazon, or you can get the Blu-ray DVD digital copy combo for ten dollars. Yeah. So, wow! I think you know what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I'd like to bring up that your Blu-ray player could be hooked up if you'd finally listen to LPJ and I and buy a second TV for your house, <laughs> so, and we'd set it up so you could have dual soccer matches going and a Blu-ray. And a new TV because you, your TV is a little. Your TV is old. It's a little old. Yeah, but it works. I've gotten like three TVs since yeah, you got I, that TV. Joe, so so did my uh, so did my uh, ninety seven uh, Cutlass Supreme. Uh, Guys, we is, got rid of that. This I, is not kind of. This is end, this is a little rough. This is not the last. Get Joe a new TV podcast, all right? Like, no, it's an intervention for your old TV. Oh man, we're not spending your money, Joe. Yeah. No, Joe, we're not. Why you might? This is this is the part where you getting rid of things just because they're old personally, but you know, <laughs> we're not we're not even recording. You guys are just like making me sit here and talk about getting a new TV. No, this is the part where you where you flex your podcast host muscles and say, "Hey, hey, crowd, I really want a new TV, but I don't really feel like paying for it." No, will you, will you dumb dumb send me money? No, I'm not. Don't fund me that. No, I'm not asking for money. I have plenty of money for oh, me. Okay, oh, look money at bags. Money bags. Oh, money. Wow. Look at the rock flexing over Jeez. there. If I wanted to buy a new TV, you know what? I, this is, <laughs> I already don't like where this is going. I blame Jody. I blame Tush. I blame LPJ most of all. Um, so let's rein it back in and get back to the movie. Uh, what movie are we talking about? Uh, Jody, did you watch this on Tubi or Peacock? I watched it on Peacock. Oh, all right. Fair With enough. one commercial break right at the beginning. Oh, man. LPJ hates those commercial breaks. I don't, That's all right. I, don't I pay them. for a commercial free Peacock. So <laughs> oh, now who's, now who's fancy? EAD. <laughs> I'd now like to say when LBJ called the listeners dum dums, that was the nicest thing he's ever said about the listeners. That's fair. He that's didn't tell them to go fuck themselves. That's, that's, that's fair. I mean, they can do that too. If they send, if they send hovercraft Joe money, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> no, nobody send me money. <laughs> Stop saying that. Um, Reach okay. out. We can help Joe. Well, help, I like help Joe out. Sarah McLachlan song, like the sad dog commercials, will just be pictures of hovercraft. Joe's television. No, no, it's gonna be like the, uh, it's gonna be like the telethon with uh with what's his name uh that died. I can't th- fuck it. I can't think of his name. You, you want me to I, dig I, up Jerry Lewis? I, yeah, Jerry Lewis. Thank you. It'd be like a Jerry Lewis telethon, but for Joe's TV purchase. My TV's fine. Okay, let's get back into what we're supposed to be talking about, which is Fast and Furious presents Colin Hobbs and Shaw. Um, we talked about the release date. Uh, this movie had a budget of $200 million. And this is what I found is interesting. So it has a domestic gross of just $173 million, So, okay, not that big here. Then it goes on to have a worldwide gross of $760 million. So. But that's how, that's how all the Fast and Furious movies are. Like they'll, Is they'll it? Do, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. They'll only do maybe at most two hundred million here, maybe two fifty for uh eight, but the the rest of the money is overseas. It's huge overseas. Well, I yeah. mean I knew I knew They've that they like made since it. like like seven. Yeah. They've been on a downward trajectory for like what they've been making here, but they've been making it up overseas. Yep. Yeah. Uh okay. 
So it has a Rotten Tomatoes of 67%, which of course is way, way higher than the 9%. I don't care what the glitch says, it'll forever be 9% that Beverly Hills Cop 3 has. Uh, and an audience score of 88%. So, um, yeah, I was kind of surprised the Rotten Tomatoes was as high as it was, to be honest with you. But Yeah, I, yeah, I got a feeling it's just based on the chemistry between The Rock and Jason Statham. They kind of, they work really well together. It's true. Uh, okay, top grossing movies of 2019. You have uh, Avengers Endgame, number one. Uh, number two is The Lion King. And number three is Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, this movie, Fast and Furious Presents, colon, Hobbs and Shaw, comes in 13th at domestic box office. Uh, we have only covered only two other movies in 2019, which are number seven, Spider-Man, Far From Home, and number 14, John Wick 3, Parabellum. Um, oh, which reminds me, as I'm saying this out loud to you guys, that I got to watch the second episode of The Continental, which dropped on Peacock today. Same. Um, <laughs> Reminder to everyone who listens to this uh, four days later, <laughs> three days later, you can watch it. Uh, okay, let's talk about the cast of this movie. We already mentioned Dwayne Johnson. We mentioned Jason Statham, uh, Idris Elba, uh, Vanessa Kirby, uh, Dave's favorite, Helen Mirren. Sorry, Dame Helen Mirren. Uh, we exactly. mentioned You put some respect on the Dame's name. We, we mentioned Ryan Reynolds uh, and Kevin Hart uh, are in it. Uh, anyone else? Anyone wants to mention? We talked about Cliff Curtis. Oh, um, Cliff Curtis, yeah. Eddie Myers, uh, Ro- Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah. I mean, you guys. No are, lines for Roman Reigns. You guys, but... are, you guys are sleeping on John Tui, famous New Zealand actor, star of Power Rangers Mystic Force and Power Rangers SPD. Do any uh, of us look yeah, like I'm, chops? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> um, I think there's probably a couple other Samoan wrestlers in the background there. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, were. I, I mean, to be fair, LBJ kind of does look like chops. <laughs> I do. I, I ran across a, a picture on uh, Time Hop. It was a face swap that Chops and ID did a, a, like four or five years ago. You could not tell the difference between the original and the face swap. That that I believe. Mm-hmm. I'll show it to you. If, if I can find it again, I'll show it to you. Um, I think anybody the thing else? that was surprising, though, well, surprising, but really not when you hear about kind of the, the off-screen drama, that there was like just no one else from the from the rest of the, the fast some furious family showed up like you know you didn't get i mean you just got you know hob shaw and helen mirren and that's it you know yeah it was oh reading. and then the guy who uh what's his face uh Rob something from uh isn't deadpool right yep he's in it um but i was reading yeah. uh that um uh uh shit what's his name roman in uh fast and furious oh yeah the tyrese uh, Tyrese. Yeah, he he uh, was pissed that they got a sequel, or that they that they got a spinoff. He thought that he should have been the one to get the uh, the spinoff. For it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. He's also a crazy person. So. A little bit, yeah. I remember I mean, the time he released a video of himself crying to talk about this movie. Well, that's the thing. I I mean, like, I don't understand. Like, I, I mean, couldn't a movie like this only like help? the franchise like i don't i guess i don't understand like why they were so upset about it uh because it it basically pushed the next fast and furious movie down the road well and for someone like tyrese that's all he has 
hey, that means his he's in, could be he's a in Transformers movies like Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, I, I which think we will cover at some point. I think it's more just, just kind of from what I was reading, not only for this movie, but for the other Fast and Furious movies. They're worried that The Rock is kind of taking over the franchise. Like, he's becoming the main attraction when, um, you know, it's really supposed to be about the rest of them. About family? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I should I should start out by saying this is, like, the only Fast and Furious movie that I, like, genuinely like. The other one's like, okay, I like the parts of The Rock and Jason Statham. But like this is like my favorite Fast and Furious. Well, this one's very different from the Fast and Furious. This one is much more of a comedy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would argue that a lot of the Fast and Furious movies now are comedies, unintentionally, uh, but they are hilarious. Well, we should probably set by saying we love the Fast and Furious movies. We're not cutting those down at all. No, we we love love them. them. We love them. We love them. I mean, they're great. I don't. Yeah, we know you don't like them because The Rock's not in them, which is like an insane reason to hate an entire movie franchise because he's not in a lot of movies. Last time I checked, The Rock's not in The Rock's not in Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Okay, but think about how much better all of those would be if he were. Eh, moving on. Uh, moving on. Okay, uh, let's do some net worse. Uh, let's start LPJ with Roman Reigns. He's got that sweet, sweet wrestling money. That's all I know that he does. What do you think for Roman Reigns? I mean, that's all I know that he does either. Uh, let's see. He, I'm going to go. He makes a ton of money on merch, I'm sure. I, I'm going to go $150 million. Okay. What do you think, uh, Tush? <clears throat> He's got that sweet, sweet The Wrong Missy money, the Netflix movie starring David Spade. Um. <laughs> I'd say he's worth uh, $35 million. Okay, what do you think, Jody? He has that sweet, sweet. I'm sure he's probably once at SummerSlam. <laughs> I'm going to say Fair enough. 11, $11 million. I love to date that uh, LPJ always overvalues wrestlers so much. <laughs> I mean, like, he said $150 million for Roman Reigns. Dude's got $14 million, just to let you know. <laughs> You're overestimating his mercy. He was only off by a degree of 10. I mean, Joe, he just knows how wrestlers are famously savvy with their investments. You know, every wrestler does really well themselves financially their entire lifetime. They do. You've seen seen him at the merch tables at, uh, you know, the Knights Knights Hall. They're definitely definitely doing well. That's why they're all not promoting their own strains of weed. Exactly, or how we definitely didn't see Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at a community college comic book convention. <laughs> uh, okay, next up, uh, the aforementioned Cliff Curtis. He's got that sweet, sweet Meg 2, the trench money. What do you think, uh, LPJ for Cliff? Not LPJ, sorry, Kush for C- Cliff Curtis. Well, he's got that sweet, sweet playing Jesus in that movie Risen money. Uh, I'd say he's worth $10 million. Okay, what do you think, Jody? Yeah, is that sweet, sweet being friends with the wall in the Meg One? <laughs> I'm gonna say six million. Okay, and what do you think, uh, LBJ? Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet fear the Walking Dead money. Uh, I'm gonna go eight million. Uh, and I'm sorry, Tush. What did you say for him again? I said ten million. Ooh, it's three million, guys. Three million dollars for Cliff Curtis. Ooh, not a lot. Uh, uh, next up, Ryan Reynolds. 
Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet uh, turbo. Was that the one he did the voice of the snail for? Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet turbo money. What do you think, Jody, for Ryan Reynolds? He has that sweet, sweet just friends money and probably $250 million. I was really hoping you'd say two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. But anyways, LPJ, what do you think? You if think I could watch sweet, it anywhere, sweet, I would. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place money? <laughs> uh, I'll go $350 million. Okay, and what do you think, uh, Tush? He's got that sweet, sweet, go back and check out the episode, Blade Trinity money. And he, <laughs> I also read that he just, sold, he just sold his second company for a billion dollars. I know he doesn't get to keep all that. I'm going to say he has $700 million. Ooh, LPJ, I think, cheated because he was right on the button with $350 million. Yep. Um, next up, we got Helen Mirren. She's got that sweet, sweet... Fantasy and Knob Snyder and money. Wow. Uh, yeah, you love Helen Mirren. Uh, what do you? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, LBJ for Helen Mirren. I mean, I do love Helen Mirren. Uh, she's got that sweet, sweet treasure. teaching Mrs. Tingle money. <laughs> More like making LPJ tingle. <clears throat> I'm gonna go a uh, hundred million. Okay. What do you think, Tish? Uh, um, she's got that sweet, sweet Excalibur money. Um, I'm gonna say she's worth 150 million. Also, she's a U.S. citizen now. She doesn't have to give all her money to the U.K. government. So. Nice. I heard a story from a uh, uh, a friend of mine who's very insightful about British tax ma- <laughs> matters. Who told me all about uh, that this weekend? It was, was tush. It the tush. It was the tush. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think, Jody, for Dame Helen Mirren? Well, she has that sweet, sweet nutcracker in the Four Realms money, which I feel Dave <laughs> saw in theaters. <laughs> Opening night, baby. I'm going to say $47 million. All right. I think LBJ is cheating because it's $100 million on the button. That's two in a row for him. I think he's looking him up. Next up, uh, Vanessa Kirby. She's got that sweet, sweet uh, Mission Impossible Fallout money. What do you think? Uh... Tush. Tush. Okay, uh, she's got that sweet, sweet uh, Mission Impossible uh, Dead Reckoning money. Dead uh, Reckoning Part One. She's been in a few big <laughs> movies. I think she's, I think she's worth five million. Okay, what do you think, Jody? She has that sweet, sweet money from being in The Crown, <laughs> and I'm gonna say five million dollars. All right, LPJ. She got that sweet, sweet. I don't know what else she's in. She's hot, and that's all that matters. Um, I'm gonna go. 12 million. Ooh, four million dollars for Vanessa Kirby. Uh, next up, Idris Elba. He's got that sweet, sweet was on those couple episodes of The Office money. Uh, what do you think, Jody, for Idris Elba? He has that sweet, sweet hijack the TV show money, which you guys should watch. It was pretty good. Um, and I'm gonna say 85 million. Okay, what do you think, LPJ? Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet Luther money. Oh, Luther. Uh, great show. Uh, ended kind of weird, but good. Um, I'm going to say, what did Jody say, 85? Uh, I don't you know. I 86, I'm going to murder you. 86 million. <laughs> oh, I only pay attention if somebody gets it right. Uh, what do you think, Fish? <laughs> well, he's got that sweet, sweet The Beast money, which I had to leave the screening of because a live bat was in the theater with us. And I'm going to say he was worth 87 million. 
Okay. <laughs> you guys all overshot. It's only worth forty million dollars, but oh. I like. I appreciate the jerkiness of your, uh, your, your what you're doing. Uh, okay, I, and you know what, guys? I forgot to look up Kevin Hart. I'm not gonna do it. He's only in this movie yeah. a little bit. Also, Spoiler. we forgot to say that uh, we forgot to say that Elisa Gonzalez in this movie. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, last two. Uh, Jason Statham, he's got that sweet, sweet uh, Expendables 4 money that Dave just saw and said that Megan Fox does too many hurricanradas hurricane radas in it. What do you really think? Does. What do you think, LBJ, for Jason Statham? We've covered him a million times. Yeah, I'm not even going to say he's got that sweet, sweet, you take your pick money, you, Italian job, whatever, everything. Uh, I'll go $150 million. Okay. What do you think, Tush? Um, yeah, we've done, uh, there's, you know, you can't really do that. We've probably done all the weird movies he's been in, so I can say 151 million. Okay, and what do you think, uh, Jody? He has that sweet, sweet Nomeo and Juliet, which I think I saw in theaters Ooh. two times. Um, I'm going to say 125 million. $90 million for Jason say though. And finally, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, and just so you know, whoever is furthest away from his actual net worth, Dave's going to take his uh, laptop, turn that some bitch sideways, and shove it up your candy ass. So, And if it's its own, it's, it's its own. It happens. Uh, okay, so what do you think, uh, Jody? Are we on Jody? Yeah, let's start with Jody. Sure, uh, he has that sweet, sweet Baywatch money, which we saw. I think might be the last movie <laughs> I saw at the Phoenix Theaters. We um, saw the Phoenix, and then we got apps at that uh, We got apps at Bar Louie. Um, yep. I'm going to say $450 million. Okay. What do you think, uh, LBJ? He's got that sweet, sweet. He's not in Get Shorty. What's the other one? Be cool. Be cool. Is it that sweet, sweet? Be cool, money. Thank you. Damn both of you. <laughs> Is it that sweet, sweet? Be cool, money. I'm gonna go six hundred fifty million dollars. Okay. And finally, Tush. He's got that sweet, sweet, his first acting, acting appearance on an episode of That 70s Show, playing his own father. Um, I'm going to say $500 million. $500 million. The actual uh, net worth of Dwayne The Rock Johnson is $800 million, which I believe oh means... God. Which I actually, I believe means Jody's first away. So Dave, next time you see him, you know what you got to do. I, I think I do. Also, Dave, is that an original uh, Van Gogh behind you? It is an original Van Gogh. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even I, in a, not even in a frame. That is crazy. Well, why fancy. would you? I want like the glare. I, you know, I live a very fancy lifestyle. You know. Yes, as you sit there in your uh, incredible onesie. <laughs> True. <laughs> Guys, uh, we all know that any fine art I would ever buy would definitely be like nudes. That's true. Well, it's yeah, it's Van Gogh, but it also has a naked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your okay. dad does like those types of images. You bought him some I, I just, ones. I just took like a Van Gogh and pasted a Maplethorpe onto it, so it's real, <laughs> real weird. It's a it's a Van Gogh, but Dave drew a picture of a naked Rafe. Uh, uh. That's it. That's Ugh. what he did. That's exactly what he did. Naked, I'm so glad um, you cleared that up I'm glad you brought this podcast to a halt for whatever it is that was going to be. Ooh, Lou Ferrigno. That's what I was there trying to say. All glad right, LBJ, LBJ, you're up anyways. Talk about the director and the writers. <clears throat> this was uh, written by Chris Morgan and Drew Pierce, uh, who wrote like 
Iron Man 3. They wrote Wanted, wrote uh, other stuff. Uh, and then it was directed by uh, David Leach, who directed John Wick. Um, and he kind of does, he's a producer on The Continental. He sort of does everything with Ryan Reynolds now. Um, so he did he did Deadpool. He did all kinds of stuff. Um, so he's kind of the new IT action director. He's the new John McTiernan, essentially. That's it. That's all I got. I'm done. Are you good? He's going. He's going to jail. <clears throat> no, I hope what, not. What about the writers? I already said the writers: Chris Morgan and Drew Pierce. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, okay. Yeah, we all know them. Nobody <laughs> knows them. That's why I didn't bring them up that much. Okay. Taglines: uh, Nothing is stronger than family. Uh, okay. Uh, the next one: An unlikely alliance just became likely when a villain threatens humanity. And then finally, saving the world is easy, but working together is going to be a real pain in the ass. So, do you guys like those at all? Those are fine. I mean, they're long. Meh. <laughs> they weren't funny at all. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> all right, I didn't write them. Give me a Let's break. Let's look back to some old ones we got. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anything that anyone wants to mention before we get into the plot of Fast and Furious presents Colin Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, no. Tush? No, I'm good. There's no, no, no dude butts in this. I know that's a bummer for you. Uh, Jody, what do you, what do you got? Anything? Nothing new. All right. Let's get into it then. Unless you were about to say something, LPJ. No, no, just let's, come on. What are we doing? What? <laughs> this is your podcast. Stop acting annoyed like that we're doing it. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Let's go. I got stuff to do, guys. Come on. Uh, okay. So movie it's getting start- late. Yeah, it's getting late. It's it's 8.23. You should know as we record this. Uh, okay. So we start off in London. Um, I, I wasn't sure at first. It's like a special ops group. I thought maybe it was the military, but it's MI6. Dave, is MI6 part of the military? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know that kind of stuff. I'm not James Bond. Um, so they're trying to recover a uh, weapon that was stolen. They're going to use electric rounds. I can't remember why. Um, so, so they go in and they shoot all the dudes with the electric rounds. Well, because they, then... they don't want to kill anybody. They want to be able to take them in and interrogate them. Gotcha. So Idris Elba shows up uh, and he takes out the whole team. Um, and I, okay, maybe we should just get into this now. So Idris, Idris Elba in this movie, uh, uh, what's his, what's his character name again? Brick, Braxton or Brixton. Brixton, um, he's so he's like a cyborg basically. Like I, I'm very confused about how much of him his like robot in this and like because he can stop bullets with his hands, and he's strong, very he's strong, but not like insanely strong. Why wouldn't you just make him stronger? I, I, anyway, what, do you, what what's your opinion on like how enhanced is he? Um, so, so they kind of hint at it. Uh, so his spine has been completely replaced. Uh, parts of his skeletal structure have been replaced. Um, potentially an entire arm. I don't know exactly. Uh, but it seems like the whole sort of motivating factor behind what he's doing is the more stuff he does for this Etion group, the more they enhance him, essentially. Uh, and then if he's sort yeah. of the he's sort of the prototype that they're they're building to make to eventually get to the perfect being, essentially. 
Gotcha. Well, I think what Hovercraft Joe is trying to get to is like how enhanced do you think he is like dong wise? <laughs> like have they gotten to that yet? Or... He's the only one they didn't talk about his dong in this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, yeah. they mainly talk about each other's balls. I feel like there was a note from the studio where they were like, You can't talk about dicks that much, and they're like, Fine, we're just gonna make jokes about each other's balls a lot. <laughs> But Idris Elba does have a motorcycle that sounds like a transformer. I don't. Yep. I don't even like. Let's not jump the gun because I have a lot of thoughts on the motorcycle in this movie. I have so many thoughts about his like motorcycle that makes transformers sound and just like follows him around, and I think actually transforms and like what? Anyways, so he shows up, takes out Vanessa Kirby's entire team. Um, she is trying to get away. He's trying to get the virus. And in order to get away with it, she injects it into her hand and gets away. Uh, so Idris Elba like makes it look like she was the one that betrayed and murdered her whole team, uh, and then took the virus. Um, so then we're introduced uh, title title card. We're introduced to Hobbs Hobbs Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw Hobbs and Shaw in a split Aww. screen. And let me tell you. They're different, man. Aren't they different? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's very... is The Rock's favorite because he's just working out. <laughs> yeah, The Rock's working out. Uh, Jason Statham is I, pouring himself a pint at the at the pub, you know. And it's just like they're just just highlighting how different they are. You know, they're just very like, different. I feel like that's. I get that this movie is kind of a comedy and all that, but this is. A little heavy-handed, like we get it. We know. I mean, look at the Rock. Yeah. Look at Jason Statham. We get it. They're different. So at the same time, I feel like Jason Statham has to be doing some sort of workout. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe <laughs> yeah, it'd be more like you know, it's probably the isometrics or something. Yeah. Dude's like in his mid fifties and he's still <laughs> jacked. He's got to be doing something. Um, okay. So anyway, so they're they're very different. That's what we get from this beginning. Uh, and they're both like working case. Uh, Jason Statham goes to, I, I guess it was a fashion show, question mark, um, and, and beats up some guys primarily with a bottle of champagne. Uh, and The Rock beats up some guys at a karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. Primarily with his fist. With his fist. <laughs> uh, but he also tattoos I Love Cops on that dude's forehead. Yep. Um, I was like, how does that fly? <laughs> <laughs> What's the... What's the yeah. officer review on that? The Rock. Well, I don't. He's not a police officer, but he definitely should be. Like that guy should be trying to take him to court. I do feel like that that was uh, a little excessive, uh, and and they're kind of like. Um, so okay, I feel like The Rock is asking questions about the virus, but then he seems surprised to learn about it when Ryan Reynolds tells him about it, like a scene later. Right. I don't know. Because he was like, oh, I heard a lot of chatter about some kind of big weapons buy or something. And, like, Jason Statham's asking questions about Etion. So they're kind of working the case even before that. Um, okay, so then The Rock is having breakfast with his daughter. Uh, he's got a lot of pancakes, just like the cheat, cheat days you see on Instagram with The Rock. Pancakes he's got all- are gross. No one uh, wants to eat that yeah. many pancakes. <laughs> uh, if you're going to cheat, why agree. would you eat pancakes? Let's let's pose this question. You guys can answer on the Discord. Uh, well, what do you put in one, two, or three? Pancakes, waffles, or French toast? I'm going waffles, pancakes, French toast last. That's right. I'm going French toast, pancakes, waffles last. Oh, I'm going think? French toast, waffles, pancakes last. Yeah, I'm with. I'd Jody. rather just have a bowl of soup. I'm, I'm with Jody. Like not the soup part. That's, that's insanity. Uh, but just keep in mind, do not take Jody's advice for breakfast food 
He eats Boston Market frozen meals for breakfast. He does. It's, it's Only true. on vacation. It's true. His yeah. vacation breakfast of choice is a Boston Market Salisbury steak. Yeah. Uh, or, or, a can, or a can of French onion soup. But maybe on the maybe ask on the Discord and Jody will tell you about how Dave makes sandwiches when we're on vacation. Uh, Not very well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this podcast is for only us. Apparently, it's true. Uh, so, anyways, so he has he eats a bunch of pancakes. Uh, then Jason Statham goes to visit his mom, Queenie, uh, Dame uh, Helen Mirren in prison and they talk about oh why don't you visit your sister and how they used to pull all these cons when they were kids and one of them was called the keith moon uh they all have fun names um which i i do like the fact that we're supposed to believe that uh jason Statham and vanessa kirby are like mm, two or three years apart but really i think it said that they're like 21 like a, years yeah, yeah. 21. like 27 in this movie yeah <laughs> Um, also, they act like, but aren't, don't they only give you like two of the con names? It's just Jason State. I mean, just uh, Keith Moon and Mick Jagger. Like, there's no like Roger Daltrey or Robert Plant or anything. It's true. They only give you the two of them. Um, yeah. And if you're gonna pull a con, I would much rather do a get help. Right, right, uh, Jody. One hundred percent. That's a reference to Thor Ragnarok, a good episode that Jody was on. Uh, okay, so Ryan Reynolds shows up at the <laughs> diner to talk to the Rock. Uh, his name is Locke. Uh, he tells him about the virus. It's the CT17 virus. Uh, apparently, it goes into your bloodstream and kills you. I don't remember the specifics of it. Um, but you can, it's like... A, it's a programmable virus. Programmable virus. Right. That's what I was looking for. Right, yes. Um, so The Rock agrees to track down uh, Vanessa Kirby, because at this point, they think she has it. Uh, and the CIA... Uh, Rob Delaney, that's the guy you're thinking of, Dave. Uh, he goes and sees uh, Jason Satham and, and gets him working on the case as well. Uh, but when they meet up in London, they argue a lot. They're not happy to see each other. Uh, they're arguing and they're talking. They're throwing out some insults, probably talking about their big balls and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it, so, I will say this. Their banter back and forth is pretty good. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. it, is it is really good. Um so they don't want to work together, so they split up. To, Jason Satham goes to Vanessa Kirby's apartment to like investigate, uh, and The Rock is able to track down uh, Vanessa Kirby because he's the world's greatest tracker. Is that like something that's established? Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess in the, yeah, fifth, the fifth one, movie. They, yeah. yeah, they bring him in. I just okay. So he's the world's greatest tracker. Um, uh, Idris, which Idris is, Elba, which is BS because everybody knows it's Rakondo from GI Joe. <laughs> so Idris Elba uh, talks to the director of uh, uh, Etion. I think he gets some new upgrades from him. Uh, the director of Etion is just a voice in this. We never find out who it is. Um, they they allude that he has history with Hobbs and Shaw. Um, I'm hoping it gets paid off at some point. They already have kind of said what it is. They have. Yeah in 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 the newest Fast and Furious movie. What, what is it? It's supposed to be uh from what I from what I see, it's Jason it's Momoa. Momoa is yeah. running Etion? That's I don't know. That's kind of what they alluded to. Cause the post credit scene in, in the new movie. Well, I guess that's yeah, I mean I guess. And I that was know. kind of the plan from the beginning was to have him yeah. in as the as the bad guy, but then um Vin Diesel poached him for uh Fast Nine. I mean, I guess yeah. it, it, it makes somewhat sense based on the fact that, like, he talks about, oh, he has, like, a history with Hobbs, and Hobbs obviously yeah, Hobbs is the one that dad. killed his dad. So, mm -hmm. anyways, sorry. I, I digress. So, um, 
so yeah uh the rock finds vanessa kirby uh and takes her in they have a little fight scene uh interrogates her and that's when that's when we re- it's revealed that it's she's his sister even though it was telegraphed like everybody knew before yeah. they announced it uh but then like Idris elba shows up and grabs Vanessa Kirby and his like guys. They like run down the side of the building, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, and I like when they go after him. And the Rock is just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna like jump out this window <laughs> and fall and catch one of these guys." <laughs> like, He's like sliding on a wire. His hand would be burned. Oh, oh, it would be yeah. shredded. He would have that, no hand left. Yeah, that hand would be gone. Um, Nothing so, can shred the rat, guys. He's already shredded. <laughs> I would like uh, to oh, go ahead. bring up when people are shooting at the rock, they're basically bad guys on G.I. Joe. How can you not hit the rock? Yeah, he's huge. He's the size of a wall. And like every bullet misses him. It's true. You would think that he'd be at least like get him in the leg or one of his giant arms or something. Um so uh so they get down to the bottom. Uh, we find out that Statham and uh, Idris Elba used to work together. They were spies together, and like Jason Statham, like shot him in the head, but he's okay because Etienne fixed him. But I guess what we learn later on is that Etienne, 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 whatever, um, they tried to recruit both of them, and, and um, Idris Elba was like, "Yeah, I'm on board," and Statham was like, "Nah, I'm not." So that's why he tried to kill him, uh, but he's still alive. Um, so also at this point, I think Idris Elba beats the crap out of The Rock too, because The Rock tries to beat him, um, beat him up. Um, we should also say we haven't mentioned it that Idris Elba has like a heads up like HUD display, <laughs> like he's the Terminator or something. Yeah, like built into his eyes. Yeah, built into his eyes that like tells him that someone's like throwing a punch or something at him, <laughs> like. Like, all right. Um, so then it then it turns into uh well, they all get into Jason Statham's McLaren, which again, there's no way all of them are fitting in that car. I don't even think the rock by himself could fit fit to a, to a McLaren. Um, but there's a big chase scene. Uh that this is where I have my first note that says, What's the deal with Idris Elba's motorcycle? <laughs> I yeah, don't understand. It, it like <laughs> folds in half and the wheels turn weird ways and transformer noises it's weird to me too because it's like all right etion all this technology but really like other than idris elba and his fancy motorcycle it's not like they have anything else it's like super futuristic or anything like that i think the soldiers are somewhat enhanced okay is there there's like a tier system can't fire is yeah, a tier system for enhancements? Inconvenient. Like, it seems like they're only futuristic <laughs> things about the gun is that, like, oh, yeah, they're super inconvenient because, you know, they can be knocked offline with a laptop, you know. Isn't, isn't that the kind of thing that Judge Dredd has on his gun that yes. you can't use it unless you're him? Yeah. Uh, okay. So it turns into a big chase scene. Uh, Jason. It ends with Jason Statham crashing through a double-decker bus. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. I also like when The Rock just breaks his hand out the window and grabs that guy with the motorcycle and slams him into the wall. That's pretty cool. Um, so, but then uh, Etion, one of their other things they can do is that they can, can they control all the news media. So they like uh, have a big news story about how uh, Statham and The Rock are bad guys. But what I don't get, I, mean, I don't know, there's probably no answer. Why, when they're watching it in like downtown London, why, is, why are they showing all the? Why are they showing like England, USA? Why are they showing all the news reports at the same time on the screen? I don't like, no. <laughs> I mean, like, it I don't. Make any I, sense. 
No, I mean, I get for the movie, the reason is yeah. to be for like the show that it's all over the world. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Right. Okay. Idris Elba has another uh, conversation with the director um, and The Rock and Statham and Vanessa Kirby. They decide to track down the guy that invented the virus, which is Eddie, Eddie Marzen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I also like when the, they cut back to like Rob Delaney and Ryan Reynolds talking, and like th- there's never been a clearer thing in my mind that Ryan Reynolds is like, "All right, you got one day that I'll oh, shoot yeah. this movie," because <laughs> he's still sitting in the diner. <laughs> uh-huh. And I love later on. Later on, he's clearly just like in the break room of the diner. <laughs> Like, he was like, okay, listen, I love you, man. You got a day. So he's like, yeah, I'm still here at the diner. I'm for it, though. I feel that this movie has all of our man crushes in it. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it's very true. Do you think that maybe, like, they just, like, filmed this on, like, a day off of shooting Deadpool 2? Because they had Rob Delaney. Because Rob Delaney, uh, Ryan Reynolds, and Eddie Marsden are all in it, you know? Maybe. David Lee directed it. It could yeah. be. I mean, like I said, it's clear that Ryan Reynolds just was like, all right, we're going to film like four things with you, and you're just going to be sitting in this diner. Uh, but it works. Uh, well, he said he just wanted to be Deadpool in this movie. Well, he basically is, from what I can tell. Um, so anyway, so Eddie Marsden tells him, he's like, hey, you know, there is a machine that can ex- extract the virus, but it's in this like black site Etion lab. Okay, so then they go to Jason Statham's like uh, hideout that's like under that bar he was at. Uh, there's a fun little Italian job uh, reference because yeah. he has a uh, he has a Mini Cooper there, and he's like, "It's uh, I can't do it, Jason Statham." Accents it's a job gonna... in Italy. Yeah, uh, well, and then the it's... outfit he gives he, the outfit he gives the Rock is also from another one of his movies. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, this I was gonna is... say. I was going to say, there's a very specific thing where he throws him the outfit and he's like, oh, this one will fit you. He's like, it might be a little loser around the balls. And it's like, so you got like big balls and a small dick? Like, I don't understand. I mean, this is where my note was. Man, they love talking about the size of their hogs. I mean, to be fair, big balls can make a normal sized dick look small. (laughs) I I mean, I might have some, like, you know. I mean, if that's what you you want to keep telling yourself, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) So, should we, okay, should we take a moment in the podcast to all, like, you know, talk about our own balls or we'll just leave that to the movie? We can leave it. (laughs) No, we don't. We don't go to that. You go first, Dave. So, no, he will. Don't let him go first. Um, so so then they, I crack it up because they go to the airport and they're in disguise. And Jason Statham does not look different at all. His disguise is he has on glasses and, like, a beanie. And that's it. He doesn't look any different. That wouldn't fool the surveillance system at the Montecito. Stop forcing in Las Vegas uh, references. Um, so, well, and and also, the Rock is the Rock. He's like, oh, like a like a three hundred pound monster, you know, who's like yeah, six the, foot five. You know, he does not. He has like a hat and like a funny little mustache on. He doesn't like yeah. that difference. But I do like that Jason Statham makes his uh, his uh, uh, alias, uh, alias uh, Mike Oxmall. Mike Oxmall. Uh, and I do. I like the rocks. Like I go by Michael. There's <laughs> <laughs> Mike here. Someone pulled that audio of a hovercraft, Joe. <laughs> so, 
so he gets uh he gets detained but then he still makes the flight how does he make the flight who knows he just makes it onto the flight um uh, also at this point uh etian uh, uh they go and they get eddie mars and they take the scientist dude uh jason statham and the rock they argue some more on the plane surprisingly then kevin hart's there and he's the air marshal and <laughs> he's pretty hilarious in this um he, he Jody, you want to say something? I, I, see you I would one hundred percent watch a Kevin Hart, uh, Rock, and Jason State the movie. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> sure. oh, yeah, one movie is so good. Yeah, he's like the air marshal, and he's literally just there because I think he's friends with the Rock. So they're like, "Yeah, just come in and do." T-. He's another one where they were like, <laughs> "I think they did reshoots because he's like his second seat. He's in the bathroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, why are you in a bathroom? Why uh, are you disrespecting Dinkley like that?" <laughs> uh, okay, so then they go to Russia uh, because Jason, Jason Satham's like, I have a contact there. It's, uh, is it, uh, Eliza? It's spelled Eliza, but it's pronounced like Aliyah or Eliza. I can't Ooh, remember. What would you do to get to me? Is it Isa? <laughs> yeah, Isa. I think that's what it's, it is. It's Isa Reina. Yeah. Well, anyways, she apparently, she runs a gang of what I'm, what seems to be a gang, like a criminal gang of supermodels. <laughs> yeah. Because they're all very hot, and she's wearing lingerie with pants pulled up over it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad about it, but I'm just saying. Uh, that's when we do get our, we get our reference about their other time they ran, the Mick Jagger. Uh, she gets them a bunch of gear, uh, and, and part of the plan is that she turns uh, Vanessa Kirby over to Idris Elba. Uh, so they parachute into the, the facility. Uh, we get two side-by-side uh, hallway fights. They're arguing about which hallway they're going to go down to. The Rocks hallway just has one gigantic dude, and Jason Statham has like a bunch of dudes that he has to fight. Um, and it's I a, like it's a funny scene. It's a funny yeah. scene, and I really do like the little bit where they have to like put the face like the, he, the like the Jason Statham keeps putting the guy's faces against the door, and they're not matching, so he keeps having to drag all the different bodies down there and putting their face against it um but then they immediately get caught because they know they're there so they're waiting for them uh but vanessa kirby she escapes and takes the blood extraction machine uh idris elba he's got uh statham and the rock tied up and he's shocking them like really painfully um uh uh uh, and idris elba does a big monologue like etion etion's thing i feel like it's a really tired movie trope where it's like Oh, the world's going to destroy itself. So, in order to improve the world, we have to kill off the weak and like only. So, that's like they're going to program the virus to kill anyone they consider weak. And then it will just be like the strong people, according to them, that take over the world. Like, that's kind of the gist of their plan, right? Yeah, essentially. That's it. And then, and, and while they're, while they're, uh, zapping them, the, whoever's the head of Etienne, the, the voice in the box or whatever it is, wants them, wants, Idris Elba to recruit the uh, Hobbs and Shaw into their organization. That's right. That's also where you get the famous line where Jason Statham, uh, not Jason Statham, Idris Elba's like, I'm Black Superman! Did you see that they wanted to say that he was Black James Bond and yeah. he wouldn't do it? I think the Superman one makes more sense. I but agree with that. It does. But yeah, it James Bond a- doesn't catch cars. <laughs> I forgot that he catches a car. <laughs> Did anyone else feel that the ETM base reminded you of like Dr. Evil's base or like the yes. in the Simpsons. Yes. <laughs> Hank Scorpio's base. Hank Scorpio's base. Yeah. hundred percent. 
It was. It had a very James Bond vibe to it, you know, like a base that like Spectre would have, you know, where it's mm-hmm. just like vehicles parked everywhere and a shooting range and stuff like that. So, um, and it okay. seemed, not to depict this base some more, but it seems like a really terrible idea to just have a shooting range in the middle of this warehouse, <laughs> and then there's just you know other stuff on the other side of it where they're shooting at. <laughs> like they're really good shots. Unless they're shooting at the rock. I mean, crazy things happen. Uh, I well, also had all those ballistic uh, dummies from like you know what was it like uh, uh, Mythbusters, Forged in Fire, yeah, and Mythbusters, <laughs> or uh, what was that show we used to watch, uh, Ultimate Warrior? Ultimate Warrior, oh, oh that yeah. was a good show. Uh, or was it Ultimate Fighter? I don't know. No, Ultimate Warrior. No, no I don't know about pirates. Yeah. <laughs> they carry six to eight pistols on them at all times, minimum. minimum. <laughs> uh, this episode really is just for us. Um, so also this movie does so much heavy lifting to be like hey we know we introduced Jason Statham as just a straight up villain he killed Hod he's a really bad guy he tried to kill but like this movie does like so much work because they're like they casually drop in there they're like hey you know what like one of his backstories was that he turned bad and killed his whole team but it turns out he didn't that was a frame job by Idris Elba and Etion so it's really not that bad a dude uh, except for the fact when he tried to murder the entire Fast and Furious crew. Um, yeah. But I mean, also, Han was just letting them all think he was dead the whole time, so who's the real piece of shit? <laughs> well, Mr. Nobody had a special mission for him. Uh, so they escape. Uh, the scientist dude uh, shows up with a blowtorch and starts torching people, uh, but then Idris Elba snaps his neck, so see ya, Eddie Marzen. Uh, the escape turns the escape turns into a big car chase, a very Fast and furious car chase. Um, this is where I have a note that says, legit, how does Idris Elba's motorcycle work? <laughs> again, it's, but I think his motorcycle gets killed. He doesn't seem to. I, I thought he might be a little more sad about his motorcycle getting killed in the scene. It's essentially um, a robot dog, you know. Um, and I also like uh, they're they're having a big chase scene, and like Vanessa Kirby's like, I'm like, why didn't she put on her seatbelt? I mean, I'm not to sound like an old grandpa or something, but I feel like that would have solved a lot of their problems in that like dune buggy they were driving around. They were like driving, and all of a sudden her feet were outside the front window. Was she one of those people that are driving with their feet oh, on the God, dash? That. That is, <laughs> that's oh, just that's weird. That's vile. That is the worst. Um, so, anyways, people off the road. So Idris Elba beats up the Rock and Jason Statham yet again. Um, uh, they get away, uh, but it turns out the blood machine is broken. Um, here's something about this: we don't th- don't think too hard about the timeline because I think right. they I think they say initially that uh, Vanessa Kirby has what like seventy two hours. hours, yeah. And, and they go from London uh-huh. to Russia, yep. and then they go from Russia to Samoa. <laughs> In Which, no time, <laughs> guys. Uh, this is this is my ignorance, so forgive me. But where is Samoa? I don't I don't know where the it Pacific is. Pacific Islands. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyways, so the rocks are like, hey, this made up blood machine is broken. He's like, I know who can fix it. No, we got- <laughs> not only I know who can fix it. I know the only person who can fix it. Right. They they can't take it is to it ludicrous. They can't take it to I don't know the CIA or. Something. <laughs> Like, uh, or DSS, where you know he used or to a work. scientist. So, a... so they go to Samoa. That's where we get the second uh, Kevin Hart appearance because he's the one who got him the flight. That's when he's sitting on the toilet. 
Yep. <laughs> um, so they go to see the Rock's family, uh, his brother, who is Cliff Curtis, which I think it's hilarious that Cliff Curtis is his brother. Um, but it punches him in the face. Uh, he's not happy to see him because the Rock left. Um, and what we learned is that basically like, the Rock's dad was a criminal. Uh, and he ended up like recruiting uh, his sons into his criminal enterprises. And he didn't really care about them. So eventually the Rock turned him in. Uh, and Cliff Curtis wasn't happy about it. Um, so I do like there is a little joke in there because they're in Samoa and the rock and the, the, the Jason Satham's wearing like a full on jacket. And I like when the rock tells him, why don't you go put on another jacket? It's 110 degrees out there. <laughs> uh, so then we get a big, like, uh, cause they're like, well, Etion's coming here. I don't know how they know that Etion knows where they are, but they know that they're coming. So they're like, well, we got to prepare defenses. We gotta, we gotta, you know, like we don't have any guns. Because the Rock's mom got rid of all their guns. All they have are all these old Samoan weapons. Because they're, because they're um, not criminals anymore. Now, right, they, run yeah. a, now they run a legitimate uh, uh, like uh, auto customization shop. Yeah, so they're basically tie back into the Fast and Furious, right? Exactly. They're, they're basically like... Ohana means family. They're basically like West Coast Customs now. Pretty much. Um, so, so Exhibit works there? <laughs> No, he's just vivid a lot. Um, so then we get a big, like, getting ready for battle montage. They're making traps. Uh, it's real A-team. Real A-team It seems like it's yeah. going to take them multiple days to do this. Oh, yeah. But Brixton, they get to Samoa in about five seconds, but it takes Brixton multiple days to get there. Um, I all, and then, like... Then, like, they're like, well, what we can do is we can shut down their guns. And then, like, uh, not headlined or talked about ever Vanessa Kirby is apparently a hacker because she's able to take one of the gloves of the ETN guys and like set it up so it's gonna shut down their guns for six minutes. She called never, it never yeah, mind exactly. that also and, and why six minutes? <laughs> I feel like that's just an arbitrary time. I can shut it down. But I also six minutes. I also I mean, my like computer it. might take six minutes to load my old desktop. And I like I also have a note that just says there's zero. a mouse on the hard drive. I even know. I even know that says zero chance the Rock's brother gets the fixes that machine. But I like him fixing it because he's like he takes it all apart and he's like got blueprints and he's got like a three D printer and then he gets it working, which is like insane because it's a made up machine. But somehow he fixes it. But Um, with thirty three minutes until she immediately dies, shows no ill effects of this virus no. well also let's not skip to the final battle yet they have that weird scene because they've kind of been setting up like a little <clears throat> excuse me like a little bit of chemistry between like vanessa kirby and the rock and there's that really weird scene yeah. where they're like staring out at the sunset and they kiss like a really like not a passionate kiss at all and then the rock's kind of like hey you want to kiss again and she's like no <laughs> is it because he's old enough to be her dad I don't know. It cracks me up. I was like, what is that scene? Oh, man. Okay. So, also, then an insane thing, too, is, like, they have the blood machine working with Vanessa Kirby, but they're, like, instead of, like, sending her off to the other side of the island, they're like, no, we need to keep her eye on you. <laughs> so they turn the blood machine into a backpack and, like, have her on the battlefield. Yeah, it's like, okay, so it's going to take yeah. 30 minutes for the, the blood to cycle. Why don't they just send her 30 minutes away? Because then, you know, yes. she'll be 30 minutes away. It, it, they won't be able to get to her. 
I mean, the alarm yeah, goes like... off, and then they have about forty-five minutes until they actually <laughs> get there. Yeah, yeah. Or they he goes hang out with like the Rock's mom, and they can both wear moo-moos. You know? Yeah, and if anyone comes and... at them, she'll throw a flip-flop at them. Exactly, um... and fan themselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then Etion shows up, and the Rock. I feel like the Rock was like, "Hey, listen, I'll do this movie, but I'm doing the Samoan dance because there's no <laughs> no purpose for it at all in the movie." Um, they're wasting their six minutes. Yeah, so they do this whole dance. Uh, then they shut down the guns. They have a big fight. Um, I like it again. I feel like Idris Elba's strength is like not clearly defined in this because at one point in this battle, he picks up a motorcycle and throws it at people. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know what it reminded me of it. Reminded me of that time the uh, horse got thrown at uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> oh man! I Check out about the fighters. Yeah. All the Samoans are wearing flip flops. Is that, <laughs> is that the best shoe? No, I mean, it's, it's what they have. And I mean, they were, they were tactical flip flops. It was all right. It reminds me a lot about every time I like go to LPJ's house, he greets me by doing the haka dance. You know, he's like, ah, and, and you never, you never seem to leave. It's crazy. Wasn't it's the excuse true. for the rock, the rock to take his shirt off? Wouldn't well, the Kevlar vest okay. be a better choice? Well, also, I find it hilarious that The Rock has a shirt off, but then, okay, so, hold on, I'll get there in a second. So, predictably, Vanessa Kirby gets captured, right? Like, of course she does. She gets captured, and they put her in a helicopter, and they're flying off. So, then The Rock's like, all right, we got to chase after her. But it's like, why would he take the time to put a shirt back on? Yeah, and they show him putting the shirt back on. (laughs) You, they, but he was wearing his skirt, and then he has long pants underneath the skirt? Yeah. They, they literally show him grab a shirt, run, jump on the back of the truck, and put the shirt on. It's so confusing and such a weird detail. I mean, I guess it's because, like, oh, he didn't want to be shirtless for the entire rest of the movie, but it's so weird. Because in any of his movies, when he does a shirtless scene, he does this insane thing where he, like, dehydrates himself for, like, 24 hours. So he probably just he probably is like yeah I just can't do that for that many scenes in the movie you know fair enough so okay I just Can I go ending... back for... oh. yes please go Can ahead. I go back before the battle um, after the alarms were set off they all had times to make amends for everything they've done wrong oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the the Rock and his brother makeup Statham and, and Vanessa Kirby makeup <laughs> like it's like. Well, they... They set the alarm as soon as they like left Moscow, so they had plenty of time to make up all of these men's. <laughs> yep. So, so I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have a hard time explaining this last scene. So they they take off after the helicopter. The Rock throws a chain and it wraps around the helicopter. Hold uh, on. And, and, <clears throat> because there on the Isle of Samoa, they don't just have tow trucks; they have hot rod tow trucks. <laughs> True. And Only so, at the hot rod. West Coast Customs. Right. So so he throws the chain and he wraps it around the helicopter. But then Idris Elba shoots the pilot because he's like, go up. So he starts like lifting the, the hot rod tow truck up. And, and somehow the, the the rock and his crew predicted this was going to happen. So they start pulling up another hot rod trucks and linking up together. And the scene of them linking up, they're just like, throw the chains <laughs> They yeah, just they like just, stick to the front of the other. They have. They yeah, I don't the know when the last time you chains. had your car towed, but that's exactly what my tow, tow truck driver does. This <laughs> hot rod tow truck has a different way to connect to the car in front of it. How, it's true. How could they have? 
How could they have predicted the sequence of events that would needed them to link all their hot rod trucks together? And they all miraculously they read got the there. Like they all oh, like they knew. They're like, oh guys, it's it's probably hot rod time. We should we should go motor up and, and get 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 rolling out here. So they hit some NOS, which is like to remind you it's a fast oh, yeah. and furious oh, movie. And every hot rod tow truck, which is a lot, apparently, they all have NOS. <laughs> It's true. So then I like a point where like the chain comes off the thing and the rock like grabs the chain and just holds on to it and holds the helicopter like like he's Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And then he just kind of like throws the chain and it just wraps back around the thing on the tow truck. And it's like, okay, it's fine now. Um, but then then the helicopter pulls the truck down, it crashes, it falls down a very steep cliff, and they're all fine. Totally no, fine. They're all dead. Well, yes, they should That's all be dead. A, they're all ghosts at this point. Because, like, forward. it is a horrific crash between a helicopter and a souped-up tow truck that falls off a cliff, and they all get out and they're fine. And not only are they all fine, but that, like, very, like, seemingly fragile blood machine is also fine. <laughs> like, still, if they did a Mythbusters, if they tried to do a Mythbusters of this movie, all of the Mythbusters would die. <laughs> but it also went from being a sunny day now it's downpouring and storming oh, yeah. at the yeah, bottom of the a storm was coming in. Don't worry about it. Storm's coming, Annie. Uh, that's a little Phantom Menace reference for you guys. Uh, okay, so they they start fighting uh, Idris Elba for like the third time, and they're getting beat up. And then I like that the the thing that changes it is that they like, oh yeah, maybe we should like work together. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I I noticed when he was hitting you, he couldn't hit me. Maybe yes. we should do that. So the, the, they realize basically this movie is just a very like long-winded thing about the power of teamwork. Yeah. Well, also, I believe this whole scene is also kind of a dig at Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel always has in his contracts he can only be hit so many times. So then that way the Rock and Statham had to put, like, okay, if you're going to do that, we have to put that we can only be hit so many times in the fight. So the whole thing is like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll take it if you take it. It's kind of like almost like a joke about Vin Diesel. So fair enough. But then I thought it was funny too is that they'd spend this whole movie establishing like how tough like Idris Elba is, but then ultimately he's still defeated by punches, right? (laughs) Yeah. He can stop bullets and flip cars and throw motorcycles, but he's still defeated by punches and getting like body slammed. Well, yeah, I think I don't that was like a a hybrid power bomb um, pile driver that that took him out, you know. And like, yeah, they, they hit him with some stuff and whatever. Um, and then, um, so he's kind of beat. And then the director, like, uh, the director of Etienne, like shuts him down and he falls off the cliff, but it's like, he, like, he'll probably be back at some point. Right. Cause he's like, they get rebooted or something. <laughs> like, like, honestly, well, in true fast and furious fashion, you know, he's going to come back as an ally. Yeah, he's gonna, they're gonna reboot him. They're gonna like reboot him and change his programming, and he's gonna be a good guy. Mm-hmm. Also, because be like he has T-1000. reason because like because that's gotten turned against him, so now he has reason to go after it. You know, a hundred percent. So yeah, so then the the director talks to him, and that's when he's like, "Oh, Hobbs and Shaw," and he's like, "Oh, Hobbs." Oh, uh, we're gonna. It's gonna be a hell of a reunion when I see you. So I don't know. Maybe it is Momoa. Who knows? Um, so then like, <laughs> it's funny cause Jody texted me the other day. There's like 8,000 like after credit sequences yes. in this movie. Cause yeah. like the credit, the credits are going on and the rock takes his daughter to Samoa, uh, and, and Vanessa Kirby and Jason Statham, they go visit Dame Judy Dent, Dench in prison together. But then we come Dame back Judy around. Dench? 
She's in this. Dame, Dame. Helen Mirren. Oh, gee. Oh, man. Judy but, Dench. I mean, <laughs> the movie. This movie? That would the be movie wild. Two hours and Hello, minutes oh, long. Man, jaw. And the movie ended at two hours. There were 16 minutes of credits yeah. and post-credit scenes. Well, yeah, because then you get more Ryan Reynolds stuff, which is like, he's clearly like, uh, like Jody said, clearly just like in the break room of that like diner yeah. filming a scene. And then, then there's another one where The Rock <clears throat> is getting revenge on Jason Statham because he calls the police on him and they're like, they're like, come out with your hands up, Hugh Janus. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and then like, and then, and then there's even more Ryan Reynolds stuff again at the very end of it, where he talks about how he stabbed the guy with a brick. He's like, "Oh, it wasn't that hard." And they cut to the guy like laying on the ground. He's got a brick jammed into his chest. And he's it is Game of Thrones. He did. People were apparently yeah. mad at that, even though it came out like two months after the end of Game of Thrones. So, yeah, yeah. There's so, but that there's, there's a lot that, of wrap up for this movie. That's the end, though. We finally got to the end. Uh, LBJ, who would win in a cyborg fight? Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme cyborg versus Idris Elba Idris cyborg. Elba. Oh, damn. Yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme isn't the cyborg in right. cyborg. Oh, he's not? No. We've told you this multiple times. What's there a movie where Rich Franklin was a cyborg? Uh, cyborg 2. <laughs> what? Okay. Idris Elba versus Universal Soldier Jean-Claude Van Damme. Are, they're not really cyborgs either in that. Yeah, they're just, they're just kind of okay. They're, they're reanimated re dead people. All right, Tush, don't throw the hot water on or cold water on everything. Um, okay, what do you got? Throwing hot uh, water on everything. It's a real dick move. <laughs> yep. Let me scold you. Hold on. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> ha, I don't like your pop culture reference. I'm going to burn you. Um, LBJ, do you have any uh, no. role reversals? No. I heard that they wanted to get Keanu Reeves to be yeah, the director the thing, yep. of Etion, which would have been cool. Mm -hmm. Which I'm surprised they couldn't swing uh, with the the John Wick guy. But um, what else he got? I think he was uh, doing something. I, th I just think he wasn't available. Uh, Ryan Reynolds actually did the voice for the director, um, but it, it wasn't you know not as a wasn't hint. meant to be. Oh, it's really him. I was going to say it says he's a director on IMDb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also saw that they said that uh, Brixton suit has a uh, Wayland Corporation symbol on it. It does. Uh, I don't know what the Wayland Corporation symbol looks like, but apparently that's a reference to uh, Aliens and uh, Prometheus, which yeah. he is in. So uh, I know Dave's a big Prometheus guy. So. Good. <laughs> uh, all right. You want to just rate this thing and then we can kind of, you know, get all our thoughts out? Let's oh. do it. All right. Did you see that? I already hit the okay, Let me start over. Thanks. Okay, please, Jody. Anytime you're ready, let me stop the show for you. Go right ahead with this, whatever this is. No, it's not worth it. Well, uh, an episode of Las Vegas. Awesome. Awesome. Are we good? Can we write this thing now? Someone just got scolded. Fucker! I go. Okay, let's try that again. <laughs> I think you could probably play the machine gun. Though. Forget it. Do you need us to make the machine gun? gun let's, let's to go. Just go. Uh, Jody, why don't you go first? Okay. I really enjoyed this movie. I did watch it in Hovercraft Joe fashion about in eight installments this week. <laughs> when I had a chance. But 
overall, I really enjoyed it. I was entertained the entire time. And I'm going to rate it four new TVs for Hovercraft Joe. <laughs> uh, Tush? Yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. I, I, you know, I tend to watch mine mostly in one sitting, um, which is weird that I'm the only one that who officially has ADD here, yet I can watch a movie all the way through. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, it's just so much fun. It's like it's somehow more realistic and less realistic than the other Fast and Furious movies. Like, it's just, I'm going to give it four and a half uh, new TVs for Joe. Uh, hashtag hope for Joe's TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh... What about you, uh, LBJ? Uh, yeah, I do like this movie. I don't think as much as... Not as much as Tush, that's for sure. <laughs> um, it is entertaining. It, it, I think I think The Rock and Jason Statham have really good chemistry together. And I think Vanessa Kirby with them works really well. Um, and realistically, everybody kind of in the cast seemed to gel really well together. Uh, I like Idris Elba as the villain in it. I like the type of villain he portrayed. Um you know, the effects are good. Like they always are in a fast and furious movie. Uh, the direction's good. Um, it is very action packed. I forgot how much of a comedy it is compared to <laughs> the other movies. Um, yeah. In general, I like this movie a lot. I would definitely recommend people watch it and I would certainly watch it again. I'll go, I'm going to go for machine guns, but I could understand if somebody went slightly less than that. But how uh, many TVs for uh, hovercraft Joe would you write it? <laughs> no, for machine guns. That's it. Okay. Um, I'm a purist. Yeah, I, I don't. I you know I I, I hear what you guys everyone's saying. Uh, I, I do really enjoy the movie. I think it's a fun watch. Uh, obviously, it is it's out there. I mean, because it is a Fast and Furious movie. But it, but you know, uh, and I like all the people in it, and I think their their performances are good. Um, I, I don't have too many complaints, but I I don't know if I'm as high as you guys just because I, I don't know. I don't think it's a bad movie. I really like it. Um, I'm really torn between like a three and a half and a four. See, I am too, but I I think I got to, you know, I'm going to go three and a half because the fact that I have to think about it means that there's something I I just can't put my finger on. (laughs) Well, that's where I'm at. I'm going to go three and a half too, but it's really good. And I think what a particular thing that's good about it is that even if like you could sit down and watch this, I'm assuming, and not having seen any Fast and Furious movies, and you'd still pick it up and like, okay, because it's not, I mean, it, it's not really dependent on your knowledge of other, the, the franchise in order to watch this. So if it's something you've been avoiding because you're like, I don't watch Fast and Furious movies, you can still sit down and watch this. And, and I would assume not really have that much confusion at all. So Now, there is a sequel coming out to this one, um, which is going to come out before the new Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> And the sequel is essentially going to be um, Fast and Furious, like 10.5, essentially. Uh, Mm. So it is going to be kind of the bridge between Fast X and Fast 11. Um, And, you know, they've kind of revealed that it is going to be, what's his name? Jason Momoa as the villain in it. But see, I I I read that it's just going to be Hobbs. Like if if Shaw's, it's not going to be a Hobbs and Shaw movie. It's going to. Hobbs might be in it, but it's gonna be a Hobbs. I mean, Shaw might be in, it, but it's gonna be a Hobbs movie. Oh, I didn't read that part. I, I yeah, thought it was for from what I read, it's a straight up sequel. So, well, you know, I, what? I would I would prefer that because it'd be kind of disappointing. It's like, well, this one, you know, this one was great, you know. So, anywho, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right, plugs. Uh, Jody, what do you want to plug? I want to plug your 
feud with Legend of Retro. We don't have a feud with them anymore. But I'd like to you guys to start another feud with Legend of Retro so that maybe they'll come out so that they can record the Toe Jam and Earl episode. I still got the notes. <laughs> I'm ready for it. So I'm just saying, step up, guys. LBJ uh, said, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, Tush, what about you? Okay, well, again, I've, I've digitized my novel. I'm going to get a, uh, I'm going to, I oh, yeah, I really write a description of this, like every book in the world has, like a summary. So I'm going to do that this weekend and hopefully get out within like a month or so. And then I've also, in the meantime, I've also written like a short story collection that I'm almost done with. Oh, and nice. I'd also like to take a moment to be serious here and say, you know, not everyone's lucky enough to have a nice new TV. Some people like Hovercraft Joe still have like a weird back on their TV. No, you know? I don't have he a has back. rabbit ears. Like if, if the reception is bad, he has to like get up there and like play with the rabbit ears. Like it's really, it's really sad. So I mean, maybe like you know, we'll, you know, maybe if one of the fans can get on Discord and like go you know, get a GoFundMe going, you know. No, so don't don't. And I don't know if you guys realize this. Sometimes when the TV isn't working, he just pays bums to do pu- puppet shows for him. It's true. He watches his, all his TV on his old phone. It's true. That's also accurate. And his old Kindle. Yep. Yeah. He transferred, and then whatever was left over on his uh, iPod Video that he has still. Yeah. And when when he watches pornography, it's just drawn pictures, mm-hmm. and they're very crudely drawn. And I don't mean crudely in what they're doing. I mean it's like stick figures. It's it's really yeah. sad. But you know what? It works for him, so it's fine. It's true. I got nothing to plug. Go ahead, LVJ. Uh, oh, no, Tubi? You don't want to plug Tubi? That's all right. You can't watch it anyway on that TV. Um, uh, check us out on Discord. Uh, go to just, just Google us. Last Action Podcast. You'll find our page. Click on the Discord link. Join us. Uh, you can chat, chat about you know what kind of TV setup you have, how nice it is, if it's still currently working. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure we would all love to hear about that. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Join the discord. Oh, you can check us out on, on Instagram too. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. You should send Instagram lots of good little videos. Little clips, LPJ, little clips. LPJ loves all the videos I send the last action podcast Instagram. Yeah. I haven't looked at that in a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you can follow the link to the website for the the fun run that we're doing for Joe's TV as well. Mm-hmm. So, yep, yep. I'm glad we could bring second episode energy to the first episode tonight. Yeah, <laughs> true. It's, a, it's been a good night, guys. It's been a good night. Uh, well, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Joe appreciates it, uh, and he'll appreciate it more later on. Uh, you know, when 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 the when the funds start flowing in for his new TV. <clears throat> yeah. That's he doesn't have Patreon. to stand up. That's a Patreon. He doesn't have here. to stand up to change the channel anymore. Yep. Or he just used the long stick, like a real. He has like a yardstick that he got from Farmer Jack. Yep. <laughs> you know, from that long ago, but it's not quite long enough, so we had to like tape a pencil to the end of it. So it's, yeah. it's just enough with the with the yardstick and the pencil with the tape on it, and then he can hit the button. It works out well. True. He, he, he that's that's how he can change from he's, like the Andy Griffith show to so I Love Lucy. with us right now. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. This episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated, but we'll be back. <laughs>